This is the MLW Radio Network. All right, guys. Does the winter blues have you down? Well, I have something that can get you up. That's our good friends over at BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com is revolutionizing the way things are done in the bedroom. Blue Chew is the new pill on the market. It's got the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but it's even better. It's in a chewable form. You can take it on a full or empty stomach. Whenever the time is ready, you're ready to go with Blue Chew. So you're probably asking yourself, how do I get my Blue Chew? You go on over to BlueChew.com, fill out a few easy forms, and if you qualify, they will connect you with a doctor who will get you a prescription. No more waiting in line, no more hassles, no more awkward moments. All you gotta do is fill out some forms and make sure you enter promo code ECW. That's gonna help you get your first order for free. All you got to do is pay the $5 for shipping and handling. Remember, don't let winter blues get you down. Let Blue Chew get you up with BlueChew.com. All right, guys, if it's been your dream to become a professional wrestler, then look no further than the Tyson Dukes Wrestling Factory. It's Canada's premier pro wrestling training facility. Head trainer Tyson Dukes brings over 23 years of experience and has competed all over the world. Places like Ring of Honor, All Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact, and WWE's Cruiserweight Classic, just to name a few. Learn basic to advanced in-ring skills as well as character development promo work, in all other aspects of pro wrestling. Your first class is free for all new students. They're located in London, Ontario. Join the factory and start your pro wrestling career today. Contact Tyson Dukes on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at T-Y-S-O-N-D-U-X. Once again, that's Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Tyson Dukes. T-Y-S-O-N-D-U-X. Don't wait. Join Canada's premier wrestling facility with Tyson Duke's Wrestling Factory. This is Front Row Material with ECW legends Jerry Lynn and Mikey Whipwreck. Here is your host, Mike Freeland. Are we doing the 3-2-1? We are going to do the 3-2-1, yes. Okay. okay, so just so everyone's ready. In 3, 2, 1, session, session begin. begin. Session begin, yeah. Just like my therapist used to say it to me, session begin. <laughs> and you're on a very strict timer, won't you? I feel cheated because nobody said session begin to me. Is this Freddy? Do you know who's this is? This is Lucha Freddy himself. He's joining us. Hello. How you doing? I'm just grand, thank you. Awesome. So I I was I was reaching out to to Freddy and I said, man, this is uh, this is kind of crazy. I was like, you're going to get the hot tag tonight. Are you available? And he said, I I am. So I hope I haven't. uh, intervened in any of your plans already i mean you you have ruined my water drinking pleasure from christmas glass <laughs> i'll make up for you i've got a two and a half bottles of dasani sitting here oh the worst of the waters 
Now, now let, let me ask you something. Are you are you a water snob? I mean, are, I, I'm kind of a water snob. I've been looking to meet people who are in the same category that I'm in. No, I'm not a water snob. I'll, I'll drink a, a Kirkland water or whatever water, but Dasani, oh, I'd rather piss in the bottle and drink that. Hey. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't like the Deer Park. But normally we get whatever's on sale. I have a 13-year-old daughter who leaves half-empty water bottles all around the house, and I'm constantly on her to finish her bottles of water before grabbing another one. She's she, like a pro wrestler. That's <laughs> what happens in locker rooms. <laughs> yeah, that's what her room ends up looking like, is a locker room at the end of a show. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so much tape. <laughs> okay, minus the tape. Uh, used used wrestling gear. She's got used wrestling gear, half drunk <laughs> bottles of water, but no tape. It this may is as not well room at the end. It, it may as well be used wrestling gear because she's usually got clothes on the floor. Yeah, what's what's yeah, the I... usual locker room finish? It's tape, half bottles of water, some gear that nobody claims. And uh, some sort of implement covered in blood that nobody wants to dispose of. True. <laughs> Very true. Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, gentlemen, I'm a little stressed right now. Okay. Oh, I'm a little stressed right now. I'm, um, I'm stress eating, which is probably not a good thing. I think I've been doing that too lately. Just this week. I've been on edge and things have been getting to me. So you know what I'm eating now? What are you eating right now? I've got a dark chocolate pistachio chocolate bar waiting on me. I've got roasted cashews. And I've got smoky bacon maple honey roasted sesame sticks. Ooh, they're so good. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> good grief, Jerry Lynn. <laughs> I want something cool. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go hunt for something. No, uh, you do that. I think I might have this. Let's see. I've got Larissa's Kitchen uh, chicken uh, jerky, but it's ginger teriyaki style. Ooh, that sounds good. I didn't know they made chicken jerky. Oh, if they can jerk it, they'll jerk it. <laughs> <laughs> Polish sausage jerky. That's a personal question. <laughs> this is perfect. Well, we um, we're coming off of our uh, our leprosy episode last week, Jer. <laughs> which uh, I got a lot of DMs on oh, that no. one. Just uh, thought I would throw that out oh, there. Boy, did we get in trouble? No, oh. we didn't get in trouble, but a lot of people thought that we were very well versed in the topic of leprosy. <laughs> you never know with this crew. You don't. You really don't. Um, I, I just I, I didn't think we would get on that topic, but somebody did contact me and say that uh, your wife shooing an armadillo away, uh, she is safe. She does not have to worry about contracting leprosy. She does have to come in contact with like saliva and a bite, which I thought. Right, right. So. 
Can I just go back? Can you say the start of that again? What? Chewing away an armadillo. Away an armadillo. Yes. Right. Can can we get a sound clip of that and just have a moment of that repeating? I wasn't home. (laughs) I would love to hear it, though. I wasn't home, but that would be entertaining. Somebody make that happen, please. I'll oh see if I can God. if I can get her to do a reenactment. <laughs> and then we ended up having a few people hit me up with DMs asking uh, about if we were serious about the South American armadillo, which we somehow said was found in China. Listen, folks, I want to tell you this right now: we're not Nat Geo, okay? We we never claim to be factually accurate, even even with the topics we do know about. Uh, and armadillos definitely are not. So, <laughs> a lot of feedback on that episode. A lot of lot of questions I had to answer that I wasn't fully prepared to. But you know what? Hey, show goes on, my friend. Knowing is half the battle. Ain't that the truth? But we are excited. We are very excited. We have a an ask whatever you want episode. And because Mikey is is not with us right now, Freddie, would you like to jump in here and? and engage in the Ask Anything to a Wrestler uh, episode of Front Row Material? No. Yes, yes. You have to, you have to take <laughs> oh, Mikey's sorry, place. Oh, sorry, I'll go along with it. Uh, sure. <laughs> yes, yes. Because <laughs> we have, we have a, a plethora, or a plethora, however you want to say it, of, um, a large of questions here. Unlike my... Uh, never mind. Uh, we've got a whole bunch of them here, so... <laughs> Jerry, you want to, uh, you know. What? Oh, geez. Should we do an open? That sounds fantastic. So glad you said that. I thought you were going to ask him to shoo the armadillo away. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Front Row Material. I am your host, Mike Friel, and I am joined by the international wrestling superstar, Lucha Freddy. And the ECW, TNA, Ring of Honor, WWE, and now AEW superstar, trainer, coach, mentor, life coach, Mr. Jerry Lynn. Oh boy. Gentlemen, welcome in. Life coach? I need a life coach. I'll be a you, life you coach. You give me a lot of great. <laughs> okay. Right. Now get some ginger teriyaki chicken jerky stuff. <laughs> Just eat it. <laughs> Just accept it. It's great. Are you eating it right now? I am actually. <laughs> oh my god! That. Oh my god! I'm so hungry. It's not even funny. It's really good. <laughs> you know what? That's surprising because I, I originally just started doing the whole beef jerky thing. I was like really hesitant to get into it. I was like, eh, I don't think I'll get into beef jerky. And then I tried. Uh, what is it? Jack Links, mm-hmm. the uh, the Brock Lesnar beef jerky, as everyone calls it, and it's. Uh, Man, that is some good stuff right there. They make turkey jerky too, don't they? The jackets. <laughs> I <laughs> they do. Mesm. <laughs> so, uh, should we uh, get some turkey jerky? My... We should get some. We should get some turkey jerky. Some, I'm, uh, I'm gonna look here in the jerky. states. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's got a good gobbler on it, I'm oh, all in for it. See, I knew it. <laughs> yep, yep. Oh, by the way, I'm getting a lot of comments about the uh, 
the Scooby outfit with front row with AEW. Mm-hmm. I can't help it. I just got good tickets. Each and every week, my friend, Scooby Man, right front and center. Let's see here. A bunch of people were chiming in on the Ask uh, Anything episode, so let's go ahead and let's jump right into it here. Greg Brown actually writes in this week. He says, if you could create a super group, including a singer, two guitarists, a bassist, a drummer, that have all played, uh, who would be in the band that you would construct? Oh, and they have all passed on. Oh, Lord. Oh, I- I need That's time to study cool. for that one. That one you can't just more, you internet. Super- more internet's required to research this. Yeah. This is true. Two guys a bassist and a drummer that have all passed on. Yeah. That's a great question by let's, Greg. Let's answer that next week because I need to do some research. Okay. We'll come back to that, but Greg, awesome Especially question. Especially if they're passed on. Appreciate that. That's true. You know, did you hear that... Um, one of the women who was part of the Hidden Figures, um, the movie, I don't know if either one of you guys have seen that, she passed away today. Never saw it. I have no idea what we're good. talking about. Okay. That All is right. a I'm gonna... niche movie, clearly. It is. I'm going to go find that handicapped bathroom stall now. So, uh... <laughs> and watch it again, aren't Oop. you? Moving on. <laughs> and watch it again. Speaking of movies, what... Um... What movies have you guys seen recently? I, I don't know if I've ever uh, if I pose that question to you. Uh, hmm. What's something you've seen recently, both of you, that you're like, "Wow, this was actually pretty good." A Star Is Born, the remake. Frozen Two. <laughs> Stop it! You're not serious. I kid you not. That moment where Olaf just tells the original in a little abbreviated form whole theater in laughter brilliant wow now are you a uh, are you a big disney or pixar fan uh, i i enjoy it but like, okay. i'm not like i must see every single thing they produce yeah i uh i like disney when it was the old school Disney, if that makes sense, before they got into the whole new animation realm, um, I guess with the Pixar stuff, I like the old school stuff. So I really haven't seen a Disney movie in I couldn't tell you how many years. It's been a long time. I like Despicable Me, that whole series. Yeah. That stuff's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Funny. I was going to say something what? about uh, Mary Poppins. Yes, Mary Poppins. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, oh no. no! Are you in? Oh, no, you're saying you're like old school, but you're not that old school. No, I I am that old school. Yes. Okay, so yes, I do like that. Did you watch the second one? I did not watch the second one. I did not. Well, shame on you. I know. I got to get. I got to get up with that one because it's actually that's, that's a good one. That is a good one. Um, it's catchy. It's awful. It's cheesy. And uh, it's exactly what you need sometimes. (laughs) I would agree with that. And actually, that's one of Jerry's big picks for movies, isn't it, Jerry? Not exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Is it one of your peeves that you're like, oh, God. (laughs) See, I like the original. The second one, I wasn't wild about. And I I was forced to go see it. You were forced to? Yes. Brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was See, one of those family sacrifice things. Yeah. See, I find those sorts of ones it 
it works better if you've been clearly invited and you're going willingly. Um, mm. If you're forced, yeah, you're going to be hating on it before you've even started. See, you should uh, be my life coach. Yeah, you need to go in a bit more, okay, I'm going to just see how it flows. What's the worst that happens? You love it? Or you hate it. <laughs> you despise well, it. And there is that. If, if you despise it that much, then, ah, well, whatever. <laughs> on to the next one. It's not like there isn't another movie coming out, like, immediately. Right. It's crazy. I can't keep up with all the movies now. Oh, there's, I've hardly seen any movies in the last probably 15 years. Yeah, it's impossible to. It's like, would you like to continue having a real life? Or would you like to be a weird hermit person that just goes to the cinema <laughs> all the time and eats <laughs> off that crappy, stale popcorn? Sounds Freeland, why are you laughing? Did he uh, describe no, just, you? A... <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment. <laughs> Moving on. I so like anyway. to watch all the movies. All the movies <laughs> are so good. <laughs> The popcorn typically gets stuck in my bridge, so I don't. Uh, not a huge fan of the old popcorn. Definite euphemism there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. The uh, popcorn Did you, got caught in my bridge. Have either one of you guys? Um, did you see the Oscars as far as uh, the best pictures and whatnot? Have you seen Joker? Mm. I uh, it, I hate that I haven't seen it. I hate that I haven't seen it. I just haven't gotten around to it. Like it's like high on the list to get to. But oh. I, started, I started a couple of weeks ago on a flight. It was, it was. Um, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I liked it, but it was uh, interesting. Is it unmissable? Would you consider it that? I don't know. I knew I always wanted to see it, but yeah. It's a different perspective yeah. on the uh, on the Joker story, so I'm, I'm, I think it's definitely something you should check out if you're interested. Joaquin Phoenix is eccentric and uh, unique of an individual as he is. Did a very good job. So at the very least, uh, do you guys have a thing called Redbox where you live? No. Was it uh, okay. one of those million on demand services? It's uh, it's like a little kiosk. You know, where you can, uh, like, it spits out the DVD already, like when you're at the grocery, and you can just get the disc right then and there, and then when you're done with it, you take it back. So it's like old school Netflix. Yeah, it's it's a, correct. Online. It's like a vending machine for DVDs. Yeah. yeah. So do you, do you not remember, like, Netflix, when they first came about, was the DVD through the post thing? Yes, Correct. So it's the same, but in a vending machine. Cool. Uh, but it's good. It, it's really cool. It's a, it's a neat service. So, What other wonders do you have in America? Tell me some wonders. Here we go. Ooh, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> we got soft serve ice cream, which is cool. I like that. Oh, that's funny. You said it's cool because it's ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Who else, who else has something here? Gosh, they're still coming in. Let's see here. So let's, all right. Trent, Vanilla Joke, one of our good buddies. 
up in Chi-Town, up in Chicago. His band is Hemi, and uh, they're awesome. He writes, Do any of you guys have a fun memory or a story about a time when you were in Chicago? Oh. Well, that's all you guys. I haven't been to Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Sorry. I have been to Chicago. I have Wait, a story. You tell us one. So every <clears throat> every year we would go to something called the Chris Kindle Market, and it's a German festival in the heart of downtown in Chicago, and it's awesome. And it was interesting because when I was working on David Penzer's podcast, Sitting Ringside with David Penzer, very nice gentleman, there was a listener who said, hey, if you're ever in Chicago, you should you should meet up with me. So my wife and I were up there, and he hits me up with a DM and says, hey, what are you, what are you doing? And I said, well, interestingly enough, I'm in Chicago. He goes, well, can I, can I find you? Can I meet you? And, I mean, you guys probably have fans, and it's awkward, and you just, you got to be careful. But, see, I don't have that. So, I was all eager to meet this person. And I did get to meet this individual. They came to the um, the festival that I was at, and we took a picture, we talked, the whole nine yards. So, I actually got to meet somebody who, who listens to a, a podcast I worked on, which was, was really cool. That's it? That's it. <laughs> I got nothing. I got nothing. What do you mean? Is that it? What, 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 I listen here, Larry. On that, what the hell was that? That went nowhere. Thanks a lot. Uh, I, okay. All I could all think right. of was when you were saying about the German market was. Uh, I did my German dance for you. It's fun and gay and fun and <laughs> Well, I don't have the most colorful story. I'm not a wrestling superstar. I'm just a. Uh, I'm just a mouthpiece behind a microphone. So. Okay. I met this guy. That's... We went to this thing. I know I know after a show one time I don't know how we found out but I think I saw it in a paper or something where they list where all the bands what all bands are playing and stuff and uh, we saw something about a midget bar yes so what what it was was there's no, a bar no, just for little was, people? It's a regular bar, but along one of the walls, they have this smaller, I don't know if, the, I don't know if the, I think on the inside of the bar, they made a, had a raised floor, but they had a midget bartender. So we went there just to go sit at the midget bar and we started talking with the bartender and, you know, I finally, I said, uh, so what's the gimmick here? He says, what do you mean? And I said, I'm just like... It's advertised as a midget bar and stuff. I go, what? what's the gimmick here? I mean, do you do anything, you know, to attract uh, customers or anything? And he said, no. He just was a midget who bartended at that bar along the one wall. And I said, you got to come up with a gimmick. Like, breathe fire, something, to if you want to make some money to draw some customers in. But, you know, we were going there expecting to, I don't know, I didn't know what to expect, you know, but I thought, dude, you got to do something to draw some people in. I mean, we went there just out of pure curiosity. Well, midgets are interesting. Well, you know what I mean? Then I mean that in the nicest humanly way. I mean, we're, we we love Swoggle. I'm, I'm just saying midgets are very interesting people. When you, when you get a chance to talk to them, we actually, um, a friend of ours, um, actually, my cousin's wife is close friends 
and I'm not going to use the phrase midget because I don't even know if that's even politically correct, uh, little person or, or whatnot, and is an actor and got a chance to meet them. And it was really, really interesting. Um, she said that, you know, you get a lot of questions and it's one of those situations where it just never stops as far as the questions about daily life and whatnot. How so, do you do this? How do you do Freddy. that? Oh, my goodness. You're very small. <laughs> Can you explain this? My numbers suck. I'll bet you they're not as interesting as Puppet and Teo, the hardcore midgets that TNA used. Oh, man. That's, that must have been cool fun to watch. Oh, those, and they were fun to party with, too. Yeah? Yes. I mean, they hit it hard. They were, they were fun, though. They were just a couple of party animals, shots left and right. I mean, they were doing Jägermeister, and, and we were in Vegas one time, and we were sitting at the bar, and we were just partying, and before you know it, there's Puppet on the dance floor with this woman who must have been six foot two and what a sight to see those two on the dance floor dancing but i love i loved puppet he him and teal were just a blast to hang out with i love those random people you meet in those sorts of situations like uh one of the feds that i regularly go to here is like a hardcore deathmatch wrestling fed and i go there and do regular wrestling and comedy i don't do any of the weapons stuff but I have a blast with these guys just hanging out and just chatting so much nonsense just because there's such a collection of weird characters in those sorts of situations, I find. Mm-hmm. I worked a lot of the shows uh, for IWA Mid-South, where, you know, the, the King of the Deathmatch tournaments and stuff. And like you, I was the only normal match on the show. But afterwards... Yeah. I mean, I was entertained watching the other matches, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then afterwards, of course, I'll never forget, I think we're, I was, Pondo ran a show in Charleston, West Virginia, maybe. And after the show, we went to some hole-in-the-wall bar called The Tank. And it was fun, but I think I'll probably die of um, can't lung cancer from secondhand cigarette smoke because it oh, was so God, bad yeah. in there. Oh, it was brutal. I don't miss wrestling in venues with no, like with smoking. Oh, no, no. Worst. Mm-hmm. And besides that, you're getting, everyone else is breathing in all the oxygen and you're getting their carbon dioxide. Mm. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so thanks, gang. Jerry's going all Bill Nye on everyone. Speaking of which, Jerry, you and I are going to see each other very soon. Are you excited about that? <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> I was going to say, if you said wow. that, lying. <laughs> wow. Wow. I tell you, I, of course I am. Man. I appreciate that. It's it's a reunion at Round Top, I believe. Is that what they're referring to it as? So. Here, here we go. I was, I was incorrect. It's, it's a reunion, reunion in the Round Town, which will be happening on Saturday, March the fourteenth, twenty twenty. So, what town is that? It's going to be uh, the Pickaway County Fairgrounds in Circleville, Ohio. So, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be there, guys. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you need to go on over to BrownPaperTickets.com. Get your tickets; they are going fast. There is a lot 
and I mean a lot of superstars that are going to be there. Tickets are going fast. A lot of the packages right now are sold out, but um, you know what? If you hop on now, you still might get a chance to get some. There are so many people, it is ridiculous. There's going to be a whole lot of ECW people there. whole lot of ECW people like Blue Meanie, Raven, uh, Gary Wolf, Pitbull, uh, C.W. Anderson, obviously Jerry, uh, Sandman, Francine, Hack, and the Gangsters. So I'm pretty excited about seeing all those guys. Cool. Is feeling mutual. Yep. Is the, Are is they the, all is excited is, is to see mutual? Mike Freeland? Uh, well, you know what? I don't think any of these people outside of Jerry knew who the hell I am. Well, so. Unless you wear the Scooby outfit. But, <laughs> not doing it. Do it. Not doing it. But I told Jerry that I will take a chair shot. What? And I Why would you will, do that? I'll t- it, it, you know what? To be part of the show, one time, one time don't, only, Don't be man. a numpty. Why would you do that? Right, I'll you know what? I've, I've always been curious... <laughs> Don't do it, man. Well, I mean, it's not going to be a, a a crazy one. But what do you I'll, mean I'll, it's you know, not going to be a crazy one. one? They're not going to they're not going to hold back. <laughs> I I don't think they're going to lay it in, right? They'll they'll be like, all right, this guy's this guy's a friend of the group, so we'll just kind of. I've always been curious they're about taking a chair. Business, shot. man. They've got to protect the business. They're not going to hold back. And it'll be a welcome to the business chair shot. Oh. Sh- Shit, dude, you're gonna die. Oh, it's gonna be. How you doing? So if you, it's gonna be a hi. How you doing? <laughs> nice knowing you. <laughs> oh, so it's it's world class professional big time wrestling. Saturday, March the fourteenth, twenty twenty. Once again, there's gonna be a big ECW reunion there. Um, they're going to have the four horsemen that are going to be there. So, so many different people are going to be there. So, by all means, check it out and uh, go to where I told you to get your tickets. A guy that I have always been a fan of is Papa Shango, and he is going to be there. So, I can't wait. Hopefully, he's in Papa Shango gear. So, I can. Uh, I can yeah, Papa, Papa Shango is going to get him with the chair. He pro- or he could just kind of make me vomit like he did the Ultimate Warrior. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Oh. <laughs> He could just shake that skull, and all of a sudden I could just start convulsing and spewing green stuff everywhere. And New so, Jack will get you. I'll give you a oh vacuum cleaner shot. Oh, no. Oh, I wouldn't want a mass transit situation to happen. That's well, I mean, good. you're inviting that situation by, uh, oh, yeah, I'll take a chair shot. Just one. I, I was just always yeah. curious, though. Okay, <laughs> let me ask you. Freddie, let me ask so. you this. Let me ask you this. Just take what one about more shot? What, <laughs> <laughs> what about a uh, a chop to the chest? What about those? Well, I mean, like I I take them all the time, but like I don't say, "Oh yeah, just just give me a chop." Like I'd rather not. <laughs> They're not fun either. I think Chris Van Vliet, actually, he does his show, and he yeah. took some. And he came back, and he, he looked it, – it, it looked mm-hmm. like raw meat between his pecs. And I'm thinking, you guys are supposed to be making it look like you're hurting each other, but you're not really supposed to hurt each other. But he looked like he was just beat. Who was that with? Shit. 
Um, I'm trying to remember who did that with because him. they did a good job protecting the I'll... business. Oh my god, he got he got well, pummeled. So did half the guys pummeled. I wrestled. Mold. <laughs> but so, Freddie, what are your thoughts on someone who wrestles wearing a top that chops? Who like myself? Like, well, like <laughs> no, because I wear a top and I chop. But do you instigate it though? <laughs> do you start it? Well, I I always will say chop me as much as you like, but I'm gonna do my some some chops. Okay, so like I've got the spot where I get him in the corner. Oh stomp, yeah, yeah, chop, yeah. Stomp, stomp, chop. But you don't and, try and put your hand through a guy's chest though either. No, no, because I'm not a dick. Right. <laughs> no, uh, I, I hated getting chopped <laughs> by guys who wore shirts or tops, but they would chop you as hard as they could. And that's yeah, not right. I, not when I'm on yeah. the skins team and you're on a shirts team. Yeah, I would say give it back because like I'm I'm not gonna do a wafty one, but like get, give it. I don't mind like if somebody lays it in. Like some people are arsey about it. What what's the funniest thing I ever heard? Some guy saying, "Yeah, don't chop me. My wife doesn't know I'm wrestling again." <laughs> Wow. Some that. guy said that, and you know what happened? You got chopped somebody 50 times. <laughs> Everybody chops somebody when they say something like that. Like, it's ridiculous. Good God. It's like years ago, I worked for Buck Sumoff up in northern Minnesota. And he told us all, now be careful hitting the turnbuckle. The, lo- the ropes are loose, and they'll come on hooked really re- easy. Well, you shouldn't have told me that. So, of course, I hit the thing as hard as I could. Mm-hmm. And the rope did come unhooked, but it made the dive easier. Mm. <laughs> wow. I mean, anything like that, that just gives us an excuse to get some insane content. <laughs> we have a question here from Josh Ritter. Uh, so this question goes to both of you guys. If you were both to start your own separate wrestling companies, and you had to pick one male and one female and a tag team to build your company around, who would you pick oh, and why? Oof. I, I'm going to chuck a name out right away. Um, Alex Zane. Okay. With GCW. Uh, GCW, and he's really doing the rounds. He's just come back from a a tour of uh, Japan. He's recovering from an injury, but he's back in the next uh, next week or two, I believe. Um, the talent in that guy is insane. Like, uh, I got to work with him uh, for Chikara King of Trios during their uh, Rea de la Veladores. God, I can never pronounce that thing. <laughs> their King of the Flyers tournament. And he gave me a shooting star double knees to the back. Yeah, I was standing at the time. I wasn't when it hit me. Um, (laughs) Also, he performed a uh, dive to the outside where somebody was standing in front of the turnbuckles in the corner. He charged full speed at them, 
vaulted over them and over the ring post onto myself and uh, another guy. Like, insane. Insane. Jeez. Yeah. Alex Zane. Yeah. Interesting. Put him on your radar, everybody. Check him out. Alex Zane. I don't... I don't know if I've ever seen him before, but I'm definitely going to check him out. Hopefully he has some stuff oh, on YouTube. he's got some stuff. <laughs> he's uh, nice. He did some work with PWG as well. He's up there for them every so often. Freddie, have you ever done the Battle of L.A.? Have no, you done no, I've never before? worked uh, PWG. Jerry, are you taking the fifth I'm on this question? I'm trying to think. Well, one person I think would make a great heel would be a guy up in Canada, Danny Duggan. He reminds okay. me of like a, a combination of Arn Anderson and uh, Kurt Henning. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's a good combo right there. Tag team wrestling, it, it seems like, it, and maybe this is just my opinion here, but it's starting to come back. Would you both agree with that? It seemed like for a while that was kind of a, it was going through a lull, but now it really seems like it's gotten a, a resurgence. Would you oh, guys agree? Sure. Yeah. I think every aspect of wrestling has gotten a resurgence especially even the you know even the women there's a lot of great women athletes out there now and that's the interesting thing here too because you know it's interesting when you look back on years past i mean obviously you had your wendy richters and you had your moolahs and your may youngs and oh gosh you had your rock and robins i remember that way way back in the day and then you went through your the 90s and the early 2000s where it was all TNA and bra and panties and stuff like that, and it really was more of a spectacle. But now it's really become full-fledged right. you know, show stealers, and they put on phenomenal matches. So I'm really excited to see the evolution of women's wrestling and, and see how far they've come because they are just as good, if not better, than a lot of the guys that are out there. Go ahead, Freddie. Uh, oh, what, what I was going to say, and it's good that it's not just just athleticism and uh, and just spot 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 types. There's a selection. So, like for the women's wrestling, for example, you've got lots of characters doing the rounds. You've got um, like the Iconics in WWE. And I love like, uh, Sue Young. Oh and yeah, and Rosemary. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you're aware of uh, who who's that uh, Irish one that's just signed with ROH. Um, I'm not. I'm going to have to look her up quickly. There's uh, there's an Irish wrestler that is doing the rounds, and she is hilarious with what she does. Well, let me ask let me ask you this, Freddie. While you're looking that up, I think this is something that is is a lost art form because I think a lot of people try to do the comedy, and it falls short. But I think it takes a special performer to do comedy and to make it really, really good. And I think you do. You are extremely entertaining. Would you say that in the beginning that was kind of what you were going for, or do you think that? that kind of just evolved and it was just kind of a, a process that just kind of happened. Oh, it fully happened by accident. Oh, yeah, by the way, her name is Session Moth Martina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she's, she, she's fun. She's like a party in the ring. Yeah, and out of the ring, not from what I understand. <laughs> okay. 
she is uh, always with the booze. Always with the booze and some pictures. <laughs> check her Insta. Check her Twitter. Check her trolling John Cena all the time. <laughs> wow. Another yeah. one I like is, uh, have you seen Thunder Kitty? Yes. She does the old school heel gimmick. It's awesome. And that's the thing. It's good that there's a real selection of characters because it did just used to be for the women's wrestling what was given to them. Like, you can be regular wrestler, you can be foreign wrestler, and they didn't really allow them the time to really evolve characters. And now they're getting the TV time, they're getting the match times, they're getting the entire shows. And it's it's great. I had a conversation with um, with Blue Meanie, a friend of the show, really really great guy. Never heard was of doing him. a seminar, <laughs> <laughs> and he was doing a seminar at the Cauliflower Alley Club about character development, and obviously doing the shtick when it comes to comedy because obviously the blue the Blue World Order got over like Rover and. Uh, you know, there is there's an art form to that, and when you think about the people who are legitimately funny and entertaining, there's only a handful of them. You know what I mean? So it it just kind of tells you how difficult that is to do that. And and you kind of getting back to what you said before, Freddie. You said you kind of just it just kind of stumbled upon you. At what point did you realize? You know what? This is kind of working. I want to keep going with um, this. For me, the the big one was just simply. When I used a keep cup, you know, like those regular thermal cup things, and just mm-hmm. doing cheers to the audience randomly, it became a thing. <laughs> when I knew, like, using a simple object, I could get a reaction in that way. Like, that's where I really learned, okay, we can keep this going. Simple things like... A whip, whipping your opponent into the corner, they take a hard buckle in the chest, and you just stand there with your arm up, two fingers waiting for them to come around and poke their own up. Like, <laughs> you you see it, and you start to chuck the odd one in here and there, and when you, your variant of things where you just try it is getting the reaction. That's where you just go for it and you learn this is working i'm gonna keep going too many people give up do you think a lot of people get kind of intimidated when they they have their heart and soul set on something being humorous and it doesn't get over quickly you you believe that they just kind of abandon ship and move on to the yeah, next well, option? i mean that's the thing like especially with comedy wrestling and comedy of any kind you've really got to fail to learn what works like you will have moments where people are just like nope nope not feeling it it's not working and you've just got to keep going like it's the only way you'll actually learn if it will work properly like sometimes what's the age-old thing like Look at the road dog with uh, the New Age Outlaws with their uh, spiel at the start of their matches. They used to do that and get mm-hmm. zero reaction, but they kept doing it. You've got to like have the reps and stuff and keep going. 
And if it really doesn't catch on, then maybe it's time to reassess. <laughs> I wanted to get your thoughts on this because I've been a huge fan even before, you know, he was on you know, television, you know. Um, Orange Cassidy, love that. I mean, literally, I, I almost start laughing before he just comes down the ramp. He is really dedicated to that entire character. What's your take on this? Like the future. Like, I don't know where all the elements are from, if it's all fully from him or if there's some inspiration from something else. But my goodness, it's it really is the future, this sort of character. He is going to be the main event if he keeps this going. I just keep seeing, and every single time he comes out, it's one of the loudest ovations, and it's just so cool to see that because he makes but it he, fun. He is a, a a character who makes the show fun and exciting. It's to not watch. just that though. If he can maintain this and build it, what's going to happen when a heel concentrates on him that much that they manage to get him to break out of that? Can you imagine the reaction? That it's going to be insane. But, like, it's it's going to take time. Hopefully. The, the hey, milk, milk this. Keep milking it. Oh, yeah. Like, two pints for me. What, Nothing. Jerry, what, what the hell was that? Nothing. Was that a sneeze? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, vitamin J writes in. How would you guys react if one of your children expressed interest in the wrestling business? Would you encourage them or would you talk them out? Now, I think, Jerry, we kind of talked about this. I know Mikey said that he probably would not be in favor of it, if I'm correct. Um, but if, if one of his children were insistent on it, he would want to be the one to train them. I also believe you were kind of down that road as well. Yeah. Correct on that? I'm I'm lucky they don't like it, but if they ever end up liking it someday, I, I would tell them, right? You know, go to school first, so at least you have something to fall back on, and then I would try and encourage them to to be a ring announcer or an interviewer instead of a wrestler. Freddie, what oh about you? Hide the kids. Hide the kids. <laughs> like it's too, until until it gets all sorted. Like, absolutely not. There's too many sketchy scumbags, perverts, and weirdos, and they're really getting out of it at the moment. So, yeah, keep keep kids away from it. And that's just interesting, too, because when you look at it, you know, Tully Blanchard's daughter is in it. Ric Flair's daughter is in it. Uh, Rick's two sons were in it at one point in time. Um, it seems like the... The people who are in it, the next generation, it, it's it's like a family thing, if that makes sense. Like you see the, the Samoans, it seems to be a family thing with them. Do you guys know of any any wrestlers who their children might have been interested, but they are definitely, uh-uh, not happening? No. Uh, no. It's definitely not like if your father's an architect and you want to follow in their footsteps. I think this one's a little bit different. Would oh, you agree? it's crazy different. Uh, our good friend Mojo Riverfish, E.J. Miller, which actually he's no longer 
Mojo Riverfish EJ Miller. He's 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 something else now. That, tell me his username oh, or something is now, else now. It is. It's the Mojo Riverfish. The Bell is number one. No, no, fan. no I wanted the words uh, something else now. Like literally that exact phrase. Make him change it. Go find him. Make him change. Oh, well, he okay. listens, so change it. Change it to something else All now. Right. Yes. Something the else something now. something else now. Mm. This is a great, great question. So, uh, Freddie, Jerry, pre-match meal. Do you have a pre-match meal? Do you have something that you like to have before you go out and wrestle? Or do you typically wait till you're done and have a meal afterwards? Oh, Lord. I, I have to let my food settle at least an hour and a half, two hours. And it's got to be – it can't be something really greasy. How about um, you, Freddie? Definitely, uh, definitely wait until after. Like, have the big meal afterwards while we're like going, "Yeah, fucking worked. We did it. We had fifty people in." <laughs> well, I would have lunch, but like at the building, I would always have in my bag protein bars or something. So if I did yeah. get hungry, I'd have one, but not like a full fledged meal. No. Yeah. But I, I never understood how guys could, like, right behind, a half hour before they're going out, they're having a hot dog or pizza or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they did it. That's for after. Come on, people. Well, and it would drive me nuts how I had to always watch my diet. But even after the, after the show's over, the concessions would bring in whatever pizza was left over into the locker room. It's like, I can't eat that. Yeah, I mean, do you? When's the last time you went to a promotion and they put on a spread? It's been a long time, but there was a guy in Louisiana, Judd. His mother would bring a big old tray of jambalaya into the locker room, homemade, and it was so good. But it didn't last long. The boys just devoured it. So up in Ottawa, there's a, a group that I occasionally work for, um, Acclaim Pro Wrestling. And every yes. show, no matter what, there's a table in the corner of the locker room and it's it's renowned as being the spread. Really? And he, the guy, he doesn't spend much on it, but he does it right. There's a, a box in the corner full of protein bars, a couple of crates of water, um, a fruit tray, a veg tray, um, a selection of simple crackers, hummus dips, there's always egg rolls, and uh, uh, random other things along those sorts of lines. And it's just, it's just a simple touch. He's just simply put a selection of food there because he knows some of us have driven like five, six hours. Uh, others have had a long day at work and stuff and they've gone straight to the venue. Like it's just a simple touch, but it really goes a long way with, with keeping the boys working hard and going for it. Oh, sure. Doesn't enough. More places should do that. Yeah, and it makes the atmosphere a lot more pleasant. Yeah. And it, it doesn't actually hurt the bottom line too much either. Cause no, no. You, you can go to, like, Costco and 
pick up most of these things. And it means, yeah, you couldn't hire one one worker, maybe. But considering how many rubbish workers and overbooked cards there are, it's probably a good thing. <laughs> are you talking about the shows with 14 matches? No, no, there's normally more. Oh, more? <laughs> oh, jeez. Where you're just like, oh, God, when am I on? Second half. Oh, shit. Watch <laughs> mm-hmm. there be no reaction because half the audience has gone home. <laughs> well, I've been on a lot of those. Uh, Ryan.Zool.Dana. Hopefully I got all that right. Ryan.Zool.Dana. Uh, writes in, he says, you know, here's some matches that I would like to have seen. I would love to have seen Mikey against Bruiser Brody. Does he want to see Mikey And I would have loved to have seen Jerry against... <laughs> we, we we all like to see Mikey land on the, on the canvas oh, like yeah. a drop pie. And then they would like to see Jerry versus Conan. Oh, I did wrestle him in uh, WCW once. Maybe we can find that on YouTube and I'll go ahead and post that. So Ryan.Zool.Dana. Yeah. Jerry did go against Conan. I'm trying to think. Did I wrestle him in TNA? Because I had the angle where he was throwing all the luchadors at me. I can't remember if I... I may have wrestled him in TNA, too. Yes. We're going to have to do some research on that one. Wow. Jerry, were you ever in a locker room with Bruiser Brody? No. And that's one guy... He was always one of my favorites. And I wanted to meet him, but... uh, You know, he got killed before I could get a chance to... Okay, here's a question, and I'm wait, not wait, even... Wait, before you go there, what's everybody's <laughs> reaction to the um, the gif of Mikey being um, super wedgied by um, Farouk? Oh, <laughs> oh. What was everybody's name for it? Uh, Murder? <laughs> I don't know. Oh I, I went with Wedgio Atomico. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, he got abused right there. When I saw abused. that, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> now, what do you say after that happens? I mean, do you jaw back at somebody for doing that, or you just take it and... You just take I it? I mean... What are you yeah. going to say? What are you going to say to it? You know, you know what I would have I mean, said? I would have turned and looked at him and went, damn. <laughs> 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 if I could have got it out, it might have been, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I've got it on um, right now, and like it's it's so beautiful to watch on loop yeah. again and again and again. Beautiful to you. The, he doesn't drop high spots. though; he bounces beautifully. Yeah, <laughs> we'll have to ask yeah, him is, about that. There's no DP on that one. No pun intended. Um, Jeez. <laughs> J Rad writes in. Uh, I love J Rad here. Now, this goes to both you guys, and, and take this question seriously, okay? Are you ready? Yes. Freeland walks into your promotion as a new performer. As creative, both of you are in charge of creative. What, <laughs> what do you have for him? I was just going to say, chair shot. <laughs> hey, welcome to the business chair shot. I think I could be a good character. Welcome to the business, kid. <laughs> I think I could be a good character. I think I think I would make a good manager. Yeah. 
Okay, the fiery right. fist of you know furry. You know what? We're letting it go. <laughs> We're letting it go right now, Jer. Oh, my God. No, we're not. I want to see Scooby take a... I've actually got invited to a convention. I don't know if I told you this. I got a DM on Twitter, and they said, we would like to formally invite you if you're serious about wanting, if you're serious about this is what you know you do. I don't think they understand that it's a, it's a big, giant rib, but some people legitimately think I'm a furry, and I, I want to clear the record. I'm but not a furry. you have it. You... You have the uh, outfit at home. I have since thrown it away. I, I have. You it have not, gone. liar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have not. I want to go with you and be your camera guy and document Are you the serious? whole thing. I'll go if you go. Yeah. So hang on. Let me just slow it down and rewind <laughs> and recap. <laughs> so... Freeland is going to be dressed up in his Scooby outfit, going to this wonderful convention of furries, and world-renowned wrestler Jerry Lynn is going to be following him around with a camera, filming what is essentially a costume. Wait, I don't have to wear a costume. No, you don't, but you are filming a costume. <laughs> Oh, you're right. I I'll wear a leash. Oh my god! Yes. I wear a leash, and you can you can yeah. walk me around with the leash. God, no, don't! <laughs> it's it's <laughs> already gotten hard enough already, right? <laughs> so, essentially, he goes to this fairy convention, right? Accidentally, it combines with the uh, meet and greet thing with all the ECW stars, and he takes a chair shot. There we go from New Jack. New Jack with. <laughs> Fluffy ears on. With fluffy ears on. Fluffy ears. Wait, what kind of ears? Bunny ears or dog ears or? Um, I'd probably say just simple, like almost, almost like Disney ears, but they'd say the following words on the ears: "Go fuck yourself." (laughs) (laughs) We could have Mikey. Where the Mickey Mouse ears, and he can do his. Well, all right. <laughs> oh, speaking of Mikey doing doing his impersonations, and you've heard Mikey do his impersonations, right, Freddie? He does impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> He's just got a lot of different personalities. Well, our our good dear friend here, Mister Jerry Lynn. Oh, don't you has sorry. actually. A couple in his repertoire as well, and ho- hold on, I think we're patching him through. Oh, here. Will you stop it? He, he, hold it. He's here on the line from from uh, Calgary, Alberta. Stu, Stu Hart, are you there, Stu? Well, I, uh, I uh, just, uh, <laughs> I just uh, answered the uh, phone. <laughs> Stu, how is Helen doing? Helen is. Uh, Indisposed uh, <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> so, Stu, I just have one question before we let you go, Stu. What typically happens down in the dungeon? Can you tell me what happens? Well, I uh, 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 usually uh, separate the uh, uh, life uh, from the uh, body. 
Stu, I thank you for taking time to talk to us. Stu, I love Stu. Hold, hold, hold on, phone oh, ringing again. <laughs> no, no. Phone ringing again. Freddie, hold on. We have, we have from my 600-pound life, Dr. Now. Dr. Now, are you there? D- Dr. Now? He's not here. Dr. Now, could I get Dr. your thoughts on my ginger teriyaki jerky? Well, as long as it's part of the 1,200-calorie diet that I have assigned you, then you could easily lose 30 pounds this month. Well, that's good. It's 90. I love it. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me. I lo- Have you seen... Freddie, have you seen my 600-pound life? No. <laughs> so what you need to do for everyone who has not seen my 600-pound life, I think it's a TLC show. Is that correct? Yes, that is correct. <laughs> you need to check it out. It's Dr. Now. You can even Google him um, or you can YouTube him. And I got the best of Dr. Now. And you play it and then you come back and you play this yeah. clip again. Jerry is spot on. Yeah. Dr. Now. Now Zarda, Iranian surgeon. I'm 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 very disappointed that oh Mikey my. has not shown up today. Has oh, he been I'm... sticking to his diet? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Jerry, can you oh. say this phrase? Because it's on a button of this guy that I've just found. Can okay. you say why you eat so much? Why you eat so much? <laughs> Freddie, have you heard a clip of him now? No, no, no. I'm I'm finding it all through Jerry. I've just found a selection of buttons with his phrases. Oh, so here's another oh my phrase God. you have to say. You have to say, who bringing you the food? <laughs> who bringing you the food? They are just being an enabler. And that helping you at all achieve your goals. Oh my goodness. Oh. Okay, okay. This... One more, one more, one more. You don't need something to eat. You have 800 pounds of food in you. <laughs> now listen, you don't need something to eat. You have 800 pounds of food inside you. <laughs> This is tremendous. I love it. I love it, Jerry. I appreciate you doing that for me. That that makes me laugh. Well, good. I'm glad. Um. Oh no! Wait, Luke, wait. One more. One more. Oh, one more. No. Oh, oh, no. <clears throat> Do you look like you're malnourished? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying to think of the context. <laughs> What's my motivation? Uh, you're a weird okay. surgeon that deals with very big people. Yeah. <laughs> have Have you looked in the mirror? Do you look like you're malnourished? <laughs> oh my That's goodness. awesome. I just I this is a, a proper proper rabbit hole of quotes I've just found here. This oh no, no more. Thing. Oh, I'm just going to be looking at these forever. 
Well, now that you've heard his impersonation, oh, you need to go to YouTube and you need to check that out because it is dead on. <laughs> uh, Jerry, Luke Taylor writes in, when uh, you found out you were winning the WWF Light Heavyweight Championship, were there plans going forward as far as you being the champion? No. I didn't even know I was winning this strap until I arrived at the building that night. And then they oh, wow. that was my first TV appearance. I think before that I'd only done two house shows. Oh wow. And when I showed up they told me what was going on and then they said and uh, we want you to be a heel. And I'm thinking why? Cuz majority of my career have been a face. Chicago was a big ECW town. Right. So I had a lot of fans there. And so I did what they told me. I cheated, pulled the tights, won, and the crowd still popped. Yeah. And I just thought to myself, it's a no-brainer. Just have me do something dastardly to an over guy like Jeff Hardy. Instant heel. But no, it was so it was like working against the grain. And there were right. there were no plans going forward. Well, Glad to see some things never change with the company. Um, that is that's interesting because I had always wondered that myself. Um, let's see. Oh, Ryan Dana said uh, he writes in and says, "Going back and listening to old episodes of the podcast, I want to know what happened uh, to Mikey Whipwreck when he got locked in Mick Foley's basement. Did we ever end up hearing the end of that story?" <sighs> Golly, I, I think so. That's, I think he was just stuck down there for quite a while. I was going to say, I'm trying to remember if I remember hearing the end of that one. I I think, I don't know if there was like a big climactic ending or not. Uh, J- <laughs> oh, no. Jibby, Jibby Sticks. And um, Jibby Sticks, I hope I'm saying that right. Jibby Sticks writes in, um, did it ever cross your mind that maybe ECW was going too far as far as their moves? I watched Mikey get pedigreed. Um, wow, let me start that again. I, <laughs> I watched Mikey pedigree RVD on a chair, and RVD kicked out. Seems like it might be hard to suspend disbelief when the wrestlers appear superhuman and nothing can beat them. So, kind of a two-part. I'm going to jump on top of this. I see a lot of days nowadays in wrestling, somebody does a move, and the other guys back up. And they just go that that real fast face, just real fast pace, and then all of a sudden they end up like they're holding their fists and they're facing each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, do you feel like that's kind of hokey? It's like they're doing all this stuff to each other, but they seem impervious to any of it. It's It's been overdone. And like you said, uh, they do all this stuff to each other. Well, and it happens a lot in, you know, 20 minutes later in the match after they've taken all this insane stuff and they're both standing there toe to toe like nothing happened to them and no one's selling right. or anything. So, yeah, it, you know, it takes away any and all believability. Do you think ECW did too many of those crazy spots? Or do you think that they had a good balance between the wrestlers, the brawlers, and the technicians? Um, yeah, I think ECW gave them a good variety. 
because like you said you had the the wrestlers you had the high flyers you had the brawlers you had the even had the comedy gaga with the blue world order and stuff and in the fbi and so i don't know it's, it's i don't know i thought ecw gave her gave a good variety Freddie, let me ask you this. If you could go back into any promotion, turn back the hands of time, which promotion would you go to in what year? Uh, if I could turn when... back time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where I, I wouldn't mind checking out. Uh, early days TNA. Back when they were in Nashville. Oh, right. the asylum. Yeah, because, like... It looked fresh. It was. It, you certainly had rabid fans, and you had a a roster that was really going for it. There was uh, some somebody you know, I believe. There, uh, Jerry, <laughs> that jabroni. Yeah, Mr. JL was there. Yeah, Jushin Liger. Yes, yes, Jushin Liger. JL. <laughs> do, do you still have the JL mask, or, or did you tell me that you gave that away? No, I gave one of them. I had three of them. I gave one away, okay. and I sold the others. But I sold oh. all that right away, so I'd never have to wear it again. It's all right. There's plenty of mask makers out there. You can get one made for you, Freeland. Yeah. Yes, I can. Because guess what? I'm showing up in the reunion in Roundtown dressed up. <laughs> Uh? Yes, Scooby Mr. JL. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like yes. to see a mask. JL takes a chair shot. <laughs> oh my god. I am so looking forward to this, it's not even funny. Like literally this is gonna be like me going to Disney. Oh man. Um so thank you, Jibby Sticks. Thank you, Ryan.zool.dana. Thank you to everybody who uh, wrote in questions. So if you have any questions you'd like to ask Mikey and Jerry uh, or Lucha Freddy, obviously hit them up on social media, on Twitter, and ask away. I know all three individuals are more than happy to oblige in answering your questions. Freddie, did I hear something to the extent of this is your last year actively competing? Yes. So why did you decide 2020 is, is it? Um... Basically, there's a lot of weird shit coming out on the Indies, a lot of horrible humans, and I see a lot of people that are retiring because of health and uh, other things. I like the idea of being able to walk away on my on my own terms um, and... I feel I've done more than I ever expected to do. So, yeah, that's why I decided. Smart man. Well, that's good. I mean, that's that's awesome that you have come to that and you're at peace with that decision as well. Yeah. I, I see it too often. People just want to keep going and they just run themselves into the ground. They start walking around like they shit themselves. Is that what I walk like? <laughs> Great. You, I don't you want to look like I shit people like that, don't you? Yeah. Oh, but wonderful. Wilfred Brimley. It's hilarious to see, like, that people don't know when to stop. It's like, right. 
if if it's destroying you, stop. But stop before. <laughs> Don't get totally destroyed, and then go. Oh yeah, maybe I should call it a day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, let me ask you this: so even when you step away from in-ring competition do you still see yourself being involved with it or do you feel like once you make a a break it's going to be a clean sever uh i think i'll probably stick around maybe as some sort of character of some kind Uh, manager yeah i don't know maybe some sort of like uh role um i'm already uh doing live commentary on a show that i i do up here which uh it's it's a no ring show where there's like two bands and a wrestling match that goes on and we do live commentary for the audience in attendance. So nice. I'm doing that. It's good fun. Um, the other commentators, uh, lead singer in another band and, uh, yeah, it's just, just us up there having fun. I think, uh, one point we had a discussion about what is our favorite meal Midway through a match, oh, <laughs> I hope he had like, a all of a sudden, or something. No, no, no. Just, just mid-match. Just, just suddenly, uh, the other guy is turns to me and says, "So, Freddie, what's your favourite food for a battle?" <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds exciting that you have some other prospects that you're able to transition into. So that's good for you. I know it's some for some people it's very very difficult to walk away and there's some people who are still performing today and and their body has gone through so much it it, it is like a drug it is the Brett Favre situation you know what I mean when you've done it for your entire life and that's what you know to to leave that can be very difficult would you agree yeah it was hard for me to quit but I finally realized that I was pushing my luck so uh when it came time, I don't know. It, it was when it came time when I realized I was pushing my luck. It was easy to set the date and be say be be like, okay, I'm done with this. But still, even afterwards, I went through, you know, a little depression. It's uh, it's definitely a change. It's definitely a change. But um, but with that being said, we want to thank Lucha Freddie for stepping in here and joining us this week, Freddie. Yes. we really do appreciate. Thank it, you buddy. very much, Freddie. No bother. Thanks for having me. And I hope I get to be on a show and see you wrestle before you retire. You heard that first, promoters. Focus. <laughs> well, maybe All right. Channing Decker will bring me up. Go on, Channing. Make it happen. That's right. Our good friend Channing Decker. Decker Channing. Decker Gary Decker Shandling. Channing. Whatever you want to call him. <laughs> Decker Channing. What a professional. If you are enjoying what we are doing, please hit us up on iTunes. Give us a review. Let us know what you're enjoying about the show. If you'd like to go ahead and get some merchandise of Jerry Lynn, Mikey Whipwreck, or Lucha Freddy, head on over to Pro Wrestling Tees. You can go ahead and enter their name in there and get the latest merchandise. Follow them on social media as well. You can follow Mikey Whipwreck at Mikey Whipwreck underscore. You can follow Jerry Lynn at It's Jerry Lynn and uh, Mr. Lucha Freddy, people can follow you at Lucha Freddy. So yeah. follow all of them and uh, definitely, like I said, head over to Pro Wrestling Tees. 
ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash Lucha Freddy. He's got a plethora of different shirts that you can go get and make sure that if you were in the area, check him out before 2020 is over because this is it. Freeland, Freeland, right. you've forgotten something. What ha- What have I forgotten? You've forgotten a big thing. <laughs> Mike, Mikey's going to be so upset about this, right? You've forgotten that Pro Wrestling Tees is running 20% off soon. Oh my goodness, K-fabe. that's right. K-fabe. I am K-fabe. so happy you said that. Remember, oh. if you get an opportunity, use that 20% coupon and get yourself merchandise on sale. They're great gifts. Birthday's coming up, Easter's coming up, and nothing says Easter like pro wrestling. And it's February right. 27th to March 2nd. 20% off. Use code Madness. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I like it. All right, guys. That's going to do it. I am Mike Freeland. I will catch you next week on Front Row Material. <laughs>